Podcast episode 78. It's your boy Nara here with Ari. Just us here tonight. We Javi, on our own. On our own. Javi, um, is it said that this is true, Ansi? Could you say that this is true, Ansi? <laughs> well, not really, because she was here. She was here. But it's like she couldn't wait for leave. She was, she's sick. Is she? She's sick. Is she? She has a kid who is highly susceptible to to viruses and illnesses. Mm. She got I mean, the, flu the kid from is, her is making fun of people's appearances. I mean, that kid. <laughs> Yo. Something in camera, camera, really. <laughs> the That's combination <laughs> of David and Javiel Morgan is oh is Dejan Mor- <laughs> Martin. <laughs> Real devil spawn that kid. Can you stop saying that? I hate it. I hate that. Don't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, we're there, you know. Wick is in the building. Wick, big up your damn self. We're not gonna stop calling you that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, alright, how are you still? All good? Yeah. I don't I don't have Javi here to ask that, so I guess you have to ask you that by default. Yeah, I'm fine. Where are we going for Valentine's Day? No damn where. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. <laughs> Seriously? We are, we, are, we are not going anywhere. Seriously? Not going anywhere. You know where we'll be going this weekend? We're going to the Jamaican Music Conference. That is right. Yo, that was really good a while ago. Like, Jamaican Music Conference. Not, not good like, it are. felt like... Like, no. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. I feel like it was good though. No. I feel like it was no. good. Look at Jervis. Look at what he's showing you. Look at that. You know what that signs mean? It means no. <laughs> it'd be like teenage mutant ninja turtles. Like it feel like, you know, I was like like nineties theme song. Jamaica music conference. Go, Jamaica, go. I have a soundboard. I should be quicker with these things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, Jamaica, go. Yeah, hold that, on. that was it. I, I do have a Teenage soundboard. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Jamaica Music Conference. You're like really sad. You're like, like you five times. I did five times and you're very slow. You can't do me a favor. I'm going to tell my mom. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, we will be at we will be speakers. Speakers, not just Panelists. press covering the event. Panelists, if you will. At the Jamaica Music Conference. Jamaica this, Music Conference. Will you start <laughs> this Saturday, February the 14th? 15th. 15th. There we go. The conference starts on the 13th. I'm going to be speaking on the 15th. Yeah. Also, yes. Also, speaking of that, we'll be talking to the CEO, the founder of the Jamaica Music Conference a little bit from now, Kwesi Bonsu. All right, we're going to ask him, why the hell did you invite us there? <laughs> <laughs> Confirm if he indeed, if it was him and not the same team. Invite God, that has been happening a lot. It's know? like, oh, I we have nothing to yeah, do like, with we never, this. We never, like, <laughs> me never invite <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> why are you here? A team, like, yeah. So we'll be speaking there. Um, we'll be speaking on. You remember what we got that boy? Emerging media, media matters. Mm. Emerging media. I just was like being a nerd and googling it like last night and this morning. So you're going in with a plan. I'm going in with a plan. Okay. You can't go in there not with a plan. Like you know, you have to. Yeah, I'm just going in. I'm just winging it. I'm just going to, well, I'm just, just going to talk from experience. and from You pretty much just wing everything in your life. No, but... Oh! <laughs> 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 me a favor? Oh! Anyways, no, but the, the knowledge is there from experience. Yeah. Um, even before doing this. So it's... Sorry. So it's Media Matters, Social and Emerging Media for the Reggae Mecca. Okay. That's the topic we're discussing. Yeah. Maybe there with um, people from Reading Magazine, mm-hmm. uh, some other people in the quote unquote industry. Um, be a, a weekend full of great activities. Activities. People Jump fly up. from our boat, Shaggy, DJ Cool Herc, one day for that panel there. Um, whichever panel he'll be a part of, I want to try to see if we can go there. Mm-hmm. Shaggy will be there as well. He's being honored. Um, yeah, while she fire, Shaggy. Yeah. It's a good look. It's a cool thing to be a part of. True. I always say people look, look like people tend to really fuck with it like that. So it was good. Um, it was cool to get this car and say, oh, we want to know for far and be a part of this. So we are grateful. Yeah, we are. Right, so Jamaica, Jamaica. We said Jamaica. My Porsche Jamaica Music Conference. The Jamaica Music Conference. We will be there on the 15th. 10 a.m. as panelists. Right. Jamaica Music Conference. I feel like my way yeah. better. Yeah. All right. Um, so we could get another big ups and then we'll do the sponsor reading. No? Oh, we'll do it that way. Yeah. All right. So big ups to Coffee again. Um, we were at her Grammy celebration last week Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Last week Tuesday. Um, was that a nice event? No. Yeah, it was. Um, I know I probably was unfair for me to criticize Governor's choice of the Mecca for his album launch because I was only there for like 30 minutes. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it was kept at the Mecca and it was nice. It was cool. The decor and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really cool. And there was food there. I didn't eat any food. I had some. <laughs> yeah. Um, she fought a little late. Not really. I think she wanted everybody there to come, Bill, and enjoy. Bill, but everything, like a vibe did Bill. Yeah. And, you know, and, and then she came in and hmm. toasting her and celebrating her. And 
it's a nice it's a nice event we're honored to be a part of it yeah, we're, we're probably a part of like the videos that show her yeah because right i now. was not expecting her relative to be so close to us because we <laughs> wanted to be in the back back like the first person who she hugged like that person was beside us and yeah and i'm like what i never vexed man. because she take your seat yeah when may i get drinks for honor me and javi that's some pussy <laughs> get well soon javi yeah that's some pussy well yeah we had a nice time we did big ups to coffee for that um also we are big ups to Sticking on us, yeah. Bill's the Bojo, mutual million first one Instagram. Yeah, I saw that. That can get an applause as well. That's a good look. But now everything look for this. I'm look for this soundboard. So that's with me. I'm testing out a new soundboard. People have been telling me to get it. Please, stadium applause. <laughs> oh, stadium applause. No? No forward. That's sad. Oh my no. god. Stadium applause. No. No. All right. <laughs> Bujo, sorry. I have failed you. <laughs> I have failed oh, you. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. All right. All right. For this. All right. So big ups to Bujo for, for reaching that milestone. Um, it's like one of how much now? Four? Like reggae dancehall artists reach There's Popcorn, there's Spice, there's Shensia. Yannick Richa? Mm, let's yep. double check. Wick. Did she reach it? I think she did. Yeah, she reached it. Oh, yeah. wow. So, yeah. so it's like the fifth person. Who's the closest now to reach? All right, next. Maybe Alkaline. Him they bought 700 out of the last time I checked. Or I saw his page. Not that I'm checking his page or anything. Sit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. There we go. Eternity Three later. hours later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The big ups to Buju on his achievement. Also, we are big ups to Asafa Powell. Yes, we're bigging up Asafa Powell. Yeah. He got his statue. Is this deserved, right? Of course it is. Why? Because, remember, he was the first man that got that broke the record for us, you know. Mm. That referee. Although he wasn't wearing the Jamaican colors, mm. that, that's the, the, the argument that everybody has. Mm. But he was the first Jamaican for us to break the record. And that, that to me is a just a, a, a um, an insurmountable feat. And it should be celebrated and recognized for what it is. He's the one that kind of carried us. He was the... the the first leg of this relay that propelled us into athletics dominance and mm. stardom and and you know royalty. So of course he should be emblazoned in bronze and memorialized forever. I was with you up to that point. I was really with you. I'm like 
I put some this sauce is, this on it. This the first time I, I will not sauce. disagree with you on the topic of Asafa. You are correct. Yeah, I mean, we, we have our issues with him. Per, not me personal, but yeah. meaning Jamaicans. Yeah, issue, a, yeah. Issue, yeah. But meaning Jamaicans on a whole have an issue with him. Oh, he not really perform when it comes to big time mm. and on the big stage. when he, like, Clutch time. Yeah, yes, when it comes to represent clutch. Jamaica. But you can't deny what he has done for us. Mm. And like... Before us, before you staying there was Asafa, mm-hmm. you know, and he really and truly Bull took it to another level. Yeah, but we he should did. not disregard And I'll never the forget who, when you know, him and out. Michael Freta come to us, come speak to us while mm. I was doing tracks. What do you mean? Well, come. <laughs> well, it was women, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, he 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 came to talk yeah, to so us. That, was, that wouldn't be a why. That would just be inappropriate because of New York. Can you not? Like, you guys are stupid. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. Yeah. And he came and he talked to oh, us God. and he encouraged us. And he's like, okay. yeah, guys, continue. Be happy to whatever. Yeah. So it was nice. Good no, I did not follow. Good to see that you did him proud. Good to see that you did him proud. Yeah. Alright, so but big yeah. up to Asafa. This is deserved. As, as is. much shit as I've given him over the years, this is deserved. Yeah, I'll say is. that much. It is. Big up to him and his lovely wife and yeah. their newborn. Yeah. Javi was here, she would have sneaked. I don't know why she would have, but she would have sneaked. It's at worst. Alright, sponsor it. Fix up. Fix up. Okay, so this episode of the Fix Podcast is brought to you by Sensi Medical Cannabis House, of course, for the finest of rolls. Sensi is very sad. Also, finest of rolls, finest of, of weeds. They actually offer rolls. Um, okay, also, this video is brought to you the finest of weeds. There we go. <laughs> this video is also brought to you. <laughs> We're just killing this. We can, are killing We can't do it so better. We're not well, live. That is true. I'll keep this audio though. <laughs> this episode of the Fix Podcast is brought to you by Sensi Medical Cannabis House. Cultivate, elevate, and inspire. Oh, but we we'll just use them tagline. That's there you go. There you go. This podcast is also brought to you by Lothian's Boutique. There Follow them on Instagram at Lothian's Boutique. And of course, guys, check out their store in Portmore. It's 23 West Tradeway, Greater Portmore. I know, that's not Greater Portmore. In Portmore. In Portmore. For your lovely 10, 10 grade, 12, 15 grade. Oh my God, it's the best hair ever. Okay. And I'm not saying that because they're a sponsor. They really do have the best hair. And I'm constantly being complimented on my hair so shout out to lothian's boutique guys they're the best right, say it no spirit there also this video is brought to you by the best <laughs> son <laughs> this video is brought to you by shortcut barbers located at nine brandstraff square steve big up your damn self and also i'm leaving out somebody lulu's holistic we'll follow them out. on instagram at lulu's holistic and of course check out their website www.lulusholistics.com and guys they have a store in america you can check out their stores in new york and florida people merch we're promoing merch as well we have merch we have merch available at teespring.com slash the fix ja merch all right you can get this nice blue the fix logo faded right here we'll have the popular 
is a trap that is available as well long overdue but it's available on our store there. it's a trap there we go i have that sound effect ready <laughs> i have it ready it's a trap and also if the girl them now say fix well if you now say fix the girl them now go on that shirt is also available right that i wore last week that's not exactly what it says but it's available out there so visit teespring.com like sad you know you cannot I, <laughs> Okay, whatever. <laughs> you don't like it because the girl them now, why? It's so derivative. So I don't like it. Them say it bad. I don't like it. Alright, so visit teespring.com slash the fix merch J A. Fix J A merch. Alright, so kinda miss this cause it's something like in a January. Um towards the tail end mm -hmm. of January where a child advocate. Um she more or less blame Bibes Cartel for juvenile delinquency in a Jamaica. Um, let me bring up her name. To Diane me. Carol. Is it? Diane Gordon, sorry. Diane Gordon. Yes. Her name is spelled weird. Yeah. Diane. That's Diane. It's, it's I think it's reminiscent of um, Diane Carol who Gordon died. Harrison. Who died. Yeah. Jamaica's Children Advocate and National Rapporteur on Trafficking in Persons. Yeah, Diane Carroll. She was memorialized mm. at the Oscars yesterday. She died mm. um, late last year. That's why I was saying Diane Carroll. Yes, yeah, so this article in a mm -hmm. Gleena. Kick Cartel of Pedestal Children's Advocate Urges. Let me just read some of it. The confirmation this. of convicted murderer Vibes Cartel as the undisputed role model for children who were Slow in down. conflict. Slow down. Who were in conflict. Oh, you want me to read that news voice? Yeah. Who are in conflict with the law has left Diane Gordon Harris and Jamaica's children advocate and national rapporteur on trafficking persons deeply disturbed. That was a good advice. Not really, you know? but whatever. Uh, yeah, so let's get the quote from her. Uh, she was at a prayer breakfast uh -huh. and she told on this Caribbean conference, Seven Day Christian, at this prayer verse, prayer breakfast, or whatever it was. Um, that a study conducted by the Office of the Children's Advocate among girls and boys who were either charged or accused formally of having committed an offence um, yeah, had revealed the findings, say, a cartel is, or is a role model for children. Cartel, of course, being cartel or whoever handling page, he clapped back and he make a post on Instagram. And it's something that him been talk about, say, oh, like, if parents have, if children have him as a role model, mm -hmm. him, him has been saying long time, say, I'm not a role model. And if children have him as a role model, then the parents have failed. True. And in the post, him put it out and say, scapegoat mentality, pathetic vibes cartel has been labeled as the main protagonist of crime and violence in our society. Well, he's been incarcerated and for more than five years, old government and new government in a power, and the crime rate has been the worst ever. But he said it long ago, say Mr. Babylon and Ono girlfriend, them were Ono stop, send out. See it, yeah. Yeah, read it when you say it, like Pata, read it. Uh, <laughs> See it, you know, in a Ono ears jobs. <laughs> and he posted that video, I'm playing with that. We as artists can do, reduce crime rate in a jam, okay? I mean, nothing more than just DJ, you know, watch where they are. That's my opinion, you know. 
activism because crime not really stem from artists. Yeah. Crime stem from the social and economic and living condition of the people. It's crime stem from the political culture of Jamaica where we, we get so out and that not even the politician himself can manage it. So yeah, that's him pull up a whole clip of him mm-hmm. addressing this. So what do you think? What do you think, Ari? You know what I Is think. Is Vibes Ari. Cartel the main source of juvenile delinquency. Wick did put in a further question with the recent. I'm, I'm crediting Wick. <laughs> Our very efficient intern. We can, go 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 we can get enough. Oh, that's no. We should have played. Doesn't matter. Wow. Let me go, Wick. Mr. Wick. <laughs> um, yeah, him did want broaden it and say, yo, is he the cause of I don't have any impact on the recent climbing in murders? Hmm. Um, oh, go on, especially during the month of January. So yeah, twofold. Oh, him release a love song in January. <laughs> yeah, a love, a love album, a heartbreak album. High favorable reviews. How? <laughs> How is he responsible? No, I mean, I've always long said that. I remember having a. I mean, we've have very rigorous debates here on this podcast about we have about about this how dancehall music influence um the nation and people but the thing is i've also said i've taken a a much more softer stance on it where i realize that why i don't think they're the only but i don't think they're the main reason Mm. i i have accepted that you know the songs that they do and the songs that are put out in the universe that are very negative, very violent, very graphic, mm. um, and obscene in a way. It it it's it's very it it does have a damaging effect on the psyche and those vulnerable and those impressionable to those violent acts and want to carry out and want um and mimic what they hear mm-hmm. and even see on TV, you know, it's we need to probably we need we can we can te- take a step back and say ah oh, let's not just put out these negative songs they don't have to be so graphic they don't have to be so obscene so you know i've i've taken like i've softened my stance on that so mm. no i don't think that they're the primary um or the main antagonist mm-hmm. in our in our in our space when it comes to to violence and they're not like they're not I don't think dancehall music or even vibes cartel. I don't think he's the main antagonist to Jamaica, but you know we can't deny. I've I've the long, influence. I've not long, just just recently, mm. take a step back and realize that you know the, the the songs that are being put out there, they do have a negative impact on on our society, and we probably can do much better when it comes to love. Just mm. to not just even sing love, but to to do love. Mm. To, to be loved, to do love, to, to be more forgiving, more understanding, to show more compassion. Like when people say negative things about you, like we're not, like we don't let's, let's not react negatively, whether it's to verbally assault them, mm. but just say, ah, go with you. Like we need to learn that. It, it's better said than done. I was watching. I feel like you're, 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 you're kind of um, segueing into a topic that we'll brief later. Yeah, but we'll listen, no, but I was listening to Oprah and um, Michelle Obama, they did a, Upper do one super soul something. Okay. I can't remember the name, but it's like, you know, the best you for twenty twenty. So she's super going on a tour. Bonanza. 
It's not no. But it's like she going on a tour and she brought she had the rock on early in the year and then she had Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Oh, okay. And she had um Michelle Obama recently. Okay. And one of the things that she says is like it's difficult to go when her you know her popular phrase, Michelle Obama popular phrase, when they go low you go high. Mm. So of course it's easy to go low with them, but it takes a spiritual higher calling to go beyond what them expect of you. Mm. So of course it's easier said than done, but we have to we have to be better on how we put out negative in the universe. Let's start the piggybacking. Mm. Yeah. Because I agree with you, Ariane. The point you just touched upon, it all starts with we. Mm-hmm. Um, and ha- as he brilliantly laid out in that throwback clip, is deep, this is a deeper Systemic issue, right? Deeper systemic mm-hmm. issue that have to do with the socioeconomic mm-hmm. plight of our society. Parents. Um, oh, my God. I don't even talk about that. But I, I feel like what this woman has done... Miss Diana. 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 I saw it. I saw it. Mm-hmm. It spelled to me. Um, it's just lazy. Mm. I believe it's it's lazy. Or to, Disagree to, with that, but it's lazy. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lazy thing to to point and point the finger on one person mm-hmm. and I say he's the problem. True. He's the problem. Why? True. There's. there's I agree. I agree. That is lazy, Ari. I don't think it's. Lazy. It is lazy, to me. But I, okay, you know what? I get it. But I, I get I'm not saying lazy. she's lazy. Or no, she's a lazy per, it's a lazy. No, I get act. what you mean. But yes. I just, that's what I say. I, 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 I understand where you come from. But I disagree. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's lazy to point the finger at mm-hmm. just one person and, and mm-hmm. say, "Oh, he's the problem." Furthermore, who are these kids listening to now? What is the Adrians of these kids that they did they this study? Squash. At? That is who they're listening to. Mm-hmm. They're not listening to cartel. Me say me ear one squash song and me say Papa Jesus. <laughs> they're not listening to, to like, cartel oh, like that anymore. Man. Like that generation is us. From this what I have seen, the generation now of kids, mm-hmm. six, squash, Javilani, mm-hmm. them the people. Cartel more like 25 and older right now. Mm-hmm. Cartel fans in my age out. We are. <laughs> God, my ear joke. Is, is, that is the reality. So who are these kids that she's talking about? That's what we really have to question these five. Oh, yeah, you mean you can't deny that, just that, put out there. But you can't deny the fact that he's we just said that he's the decade, he's the artist of the decade. That is true. He's he's spun. I remember I am I am the that is true. I so, I would say we're going to do our topic on his 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 influence on dance mm-hmm. and how he's the oldest. Um, hit me a kind of dance mm-hmm. history. And members of me are the proponent, are the pro- me are the proponent of the, the thought that dancehall music and, and the violent music they have an impact, mm-hmm. but they're not the main thing as a point. Not. They're not the main thing, and I find that it's hard for me for just focus on cartel. Mm-hmm. When it is a societal problem that is entrenched. In, tr- in corruption because i wanna i wanna go on it because when i say and when we say that really and truly and that's why i think i've always been so adamant against dancehall music being the scapegoat mm-hmm. and the the, the the person or the thing to be blamed is because 2020 
I was reading the article. I was reading um, a Glena article today, and Prime Minister Andrew Holness he gave a he was giving a speech mm-hmm. um, or a rally, whatever, and he said that Jamaica have a corrosive permissiveness for violence, mm. and he gave um, an anecdotal reference, but I'm I'm assuming it's true because it, it come from the JDF officer. He said like one of the zones of special operations. Two boys were fighting, and one of the boys got injured. The soldier then parted and sent them home. The mother of the boy that got injured walk with the boy to the injured party house mm. and give him a weapon for said no, since you hurt my kid, my kid have to hurt your back. Mm. That's that's the corrosiveness. That's our society. That's our society. <laughs> you know, where no, if you you touch my son or you you trouble my son, my son have to trouble your back. And who who's and who mother, is propelling that? All the right. mother. And that's why I said that it, they cannot be the the main person and the only thing to blame. And when it, when you say cartel is lazy, I was saying. Ari, Ari, please don't make the, the stands them come off of me, please. When you said Diane Carroll is lazy, thank you. Cartel, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It was an accident. Oh God. God. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when you said that um, Diane Carroll is lazy for blaming cartel, I can't agree. I cannot disagree in a sense. Is I, I think it's much more of is she just look and, and just say you know it's fine no maybe I agree with you it's fine figure out which side I find no, no but I say I was just saying it's just almost like she just it's just random it is she random put anybody but I guess you're right lazy lazy it lazy yeah yeah I guess so. In behind so. the bars and him still a make song from from a prison. That is what I got from the article. I mm-hmm. say, oh, I am. Mm-hmm. I am my reason why she probably of that generation where she saw kids. Maybe there's much more she said. Listening, you know. which is our generation. Yeah. Listening to him, but those kids aren't kids anymore. That's I, why I say, well, what is the age? I want to put an asterisk. Maybe she did say other things, but maybe, maybe the article didn't choose to do that. Probably maybe we'll have sold more. These things as it's well. more salacious to put True. cartel. So you know, maybe it's not even she. Maybe it's Keep the article. cartel off pedestal. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Yeah. But I people need to realize that that I've come to realize that artists we can't deny the impact that artists we have. Can't. You know, they're very inspirational and like cartel, it's so easy for cartel and it's easy for cartel to say like I'm no role model and don't choose it's me. Easy but for him, but the fact is he's he, a role he model is. to several people, people, people across. Canonize yeah. and almost deitize this man mm. into this mystical being of near God entity. And it has been further you know enhanced yeah. by this this prison sentence yeah. i feel yeah so it's it's easy for people it's easy for artists it's easy for people who have influence and power to say no i don't have no i'm no role model but the fact that you're put on you're given a platform where like people want to hear you and people want to see you and people want like 
pattern you in a sense you are a role model mm. and you can't deny that you can you're not just a role model to your own kids you mm. are a role model to several people who this the fatherless the motherless mm-hmm. the guardianless kids you know and even though you don't want that responsibility i get it they don't want that responsibility of trying yeah. to be quote-unquote perfect because yeah. they're still human because beings they're fallible is, is a thing of the society as yeah. well when you claim role model status yeah you are supposed to be perfect perfect right in the eyes of society exactly you know but i get i get why he's so ah i'm no yeah. romal but we have to we can't deny that that is. the kids look up to these people the kids look up to these children like you know read 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 your mother tell you free but cartel say read oh my god cartel and the thing is you read. know much generation of artists this man has inspired mm-hmm. generation of copycats mm-hmm. generation of wannabes mm-hmm of course he's a role model yeah so it's, my, it's not it's that's easy to just say i don't want to be a role model yeah you are you are and some some artists out there need to take responsibility of their actions and, and know the impact that they have true they have some far-reaching effects but the true. thing is him never start this true there he's was, not the, the jamaica has always been violent the start <laughs> of this true. even in music true kind i implied last week with killer big ups to bounty killer but i feel like he's the godfather of some of the more violent you know type Ooh. of li- killer, killer in a sense hmm. i'm not gonna say even killer started but i feel yeah. like he kind of helped to popularize i think it, i think sense. his whole moniker of being the warlord exactly so him kind of have this this air of being very violent yes. and aggressive and very hyper masculine and macho, which in a way it's negative, you know, you have negative masculinity. Yeah, but in show other Maxine. sides, of course. Maxine, but of right. course, that was, it seemed like the side I more connect probably with, with younger youths them out there, you know? True. Warlord, yeah, my yeah. brother, nobody no better than me, and yeah, for better branding. or for worse. It's just branding. Exactly. You live up to the branding still. <laughs> yeah, I live up to it like lyrically. Yeah, it's branding. But to just put and pin the blame on Carter, Mr. Alice feels lazy. And I feel like if we really are going to try to sort out this crime problem, let's we could, we could use more, you know, critical thinking, you know, please. Tell and people not just all the time, say, you know, like, I love dancehall music, but trust me, like, they don't really, like, like, you know, like, in a sense, my mother, I'd more listen to my mom mm. than I would, you know. The only thing them can't give me instructions is all for dance. That's <laughs> it, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Every people you know? really have artists out there telling them for living a life on a Saturday. Yeah. On a Saturday. Pretty much. On a Saturday. But yeah, the people who are, are try to point the blame on cartel and even just dance are only kind of part of the problem. Um, or not really want to acknowledge our... our, our Accept responsibility. Accept responsibility and also point out the higher powers that be that kind of perpetuate them corruption, yeah. True sinister means. I'm gonna never get in at that, but I don't know people in high places that doing things and I more rather want call out cartel than them. Mm-hmm. So some are no part of the problem as well. True. By doing them type of thing, yeah. True. Anyways, we got to, to Bibes Cartel. Again, we love to Tanisha. <laughs> the interior <laughs> say yes no please <laughs> oh boy 
All right. Um, cause we don't have much time left. We'll just quickly go into this topic and then we'll go into care or don't care. So we do want to talk about this specific topic because it kind of touch into what we do as quote-unquote journalists. <laughs> people who interview people and, you know, talk have, people, con- have right. conversations with people. We kind of go through, uh, we've been through this sort of dilemma mm-hmm. over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, so Gail King, if you miss it, Gail King interviewed Kobe He's Bryant. No, Kobe Russell. He's how this thing. I still, I, I'm, that's me still dealing with it. Still yeah. having problems accepting. Um, Lisa Leslie, she's a legendary WNBA player. Um, the interview did come out over the weekend. Not over the weekend, like last week, sometime last well, week. Sometime last week. Um, we should all even have the, the, the clip queued of up. Snoop Dogg. Of Snoop Dogg and of, of Lisa, Lisa Leslie Gale King clip. But she received a whole lot of backlash for this. Um, a line of questioning to Gail King, I mean to Lisa Leslie, um, where she brought up Kobe's Kobe's um, rape allegation, rape allegation that history from some time ago. Um, let me see if this is the direct. She was going to be in the WNBA. It's been said that his legacy is complicated. Mm-hmm because of a sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, Lisa, go get that girl or tell her or send her this. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Mm-hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. And that's possible. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk about it, considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved? Or is it really part of his history? I think that the media should be more respectful Um, at this time. It's like if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. I don't think it's something... All right, so um, that was... The a clip, and it was a clip. Mm-hmm. I was promoing the, the interview, um, and this was Snoop Dogg's response. Gail King, out of pocket for that shit. Way out of pocket. What do you gain from that? I swear to God, we the worst. We the fucking worst. We expect more from you, Gail. Don't you hang out with Oprah? Why are y'all attacking us? We your people. You ain't coming after fucking Harvey Weinstein asking them dumbass questions. I get sick of y'all. I want to call you one. Is it okay if I call her one? Funky dog head bitch. How dare you try to tarnish my motherfucking homeboy's reputation, punk motherfucker. Respect the family and back off, bitch, before we come get you. All right. Mm. Um, 
Ari called me over the weekend. Had very strong feelings about this. Like I had to call it because I saw so many men, especially black men, almost siding with Snoop with Uh, his derogatory, misogynistic, hateful vitriol towards Gail. Uh yeah. So Ari called me feeling very strongly about this and how she was putting it I'm putting this slightly disappointed and stuff <laughs> uh, for what he said she was angry she, she'd angry about it and my thing was I can see why you you'd be angry and, and even I would say like him go far by kind of dog dog head ass bitch and everything because I say, go we listen over the clip up to a point I, I'm, I was with him like when I check her I'm like yeah because I was going it was disappointment that him didn't express in her until it going at the angry rage mode. You see me? I felt that him take it too far, but I could see with him because me no Snoop, LA legend, Laker fan, Kobe fan, Snoop synonymous, just like Kobe was with LA. So you know, same take them thing at the heart. Not only Snoop did I express them type of feelings in terms of why is she asking these questions at this time? Only for other people did I do so as well. Now, as I said, I feel him take it a bit too far when I start calling her derogatory names and all these things. I could have said just anger, but I feel like say, I'm kind of soft from my stance on this area. Because I more did I see with how him react emotionally. Come on, it's an emotional reaction. I mean, I'm sure, sir, which it, it, uh, it has proven to be so that him look like him do some little reflection. I don't know if him actually come up with an apology. He hasn't, he, him not apologized definitively per se. Okay, just but more say, like explain actions why him, him kind he, of he said, that he said he said it's like him not have no hate in him heart. And yeah. him not have no hate, him just has to say what him said because him more so, I think about Kobe, Vanessa mm. and the kids and... But he, he didn't say, I am sorry. Mm. Him just said, I don't mean it the way that you want it to be meant with. Mm. About death threats and whatever. So, my stance in, in regards to understanding Snoop, Snoop's actions kind of skewed. However, I will stick by my stance by saying that what Gail King did was disgusting. So, it really well, begs the question. This is where me and you kind of disagree and kind of power off and Vin Diesel uh, um, off. It begs the question, though, like, like what's right and when it's right. Mm. Because, to me, I don't think anything that Gail said is inappropriate mm-hmm. in terms of, like, the question that she asks. And even, and most people had an issue with what she said, but based on, oh, you... You wanna see Lisa because you're his friend. That's a that's fierce it. statement. That's what I've said all the time. And like, that's and I that's where I think that we never asked you that you're leading her on. I know it, these it things. It wasn't a situation to lead, you know. It was more a situation for her to say, Well, I know you're defending your friend, but however, mm-hmm. you may not see that side of your friend. Mm-hmm. What the victim or other people who well, not I'm not saying that copy. You see, that's why it's weird. But it's to say that you you don't see that side of him. 
you don't see that side of him and, he's and a again, friend and uh, the majority of people who had a problem with this is like why are you doing this no no the man is not even in the ground yet mm-hmm. and then for come out afterward this is why i call this sinister and that's why i say fuck she do and she know it was fuck yeah because she come out afterwards and then blame the network of mm-hmm. course use the network as scapegoats mm-hmm. because you know good so yeah they're not gonna do the network nothing too much just you can't use them as a scapegoat that's how i feel mm-hmm. she come out and say oh it was the network they cut the clip then put out the clip i'm like mm, start making it seem like he didn't have in, any involvement with this with this clip mm-hmm. that was put out Furthermore, I do give them this content so that they, so that they could have this this clip to cut in the first place. Mm-hmm. If you never if you never ask that question, if you never lead her on or try lead her on a certain path, then they would have this clip to this this clip to cut. Anyways, is it me? You know what? And the things I said too is like, look at the other question that she said. She even follow up with her questions like, is it even fair? Mm-hmm. So I'm saying. She is a journalist, you know, and she's coming from a point of like. Um, these these allegations that resurface. Mm. Do you think it's unfair? So she's asking a question. She may she did say she did offer a statement when she said you don't see that side of him, Nisa, exactly. so you can't do that. She offered a statement, which in a way is but like she's showing she our leading, card. It's not saying that she she's leaving. She's just saying she's just saying she's just saying that predators don't show their predatory side to people. Or to everybody, they select their prey. Implying carefully. that Kobe Bryant, who died with his young daughter, who, have, yeah. who has yet to be buried, and yeah. have family mourning his death, a family yeah. friends, loved ones, yeah. implying that I could have lied him, I tell you. And my thing is that okay. it's inappropriate, Ari. Yeah. And when you say these things now, it's like, even how you just said it, it's like you're more, I speak with, I'm gonna tell you over the week, it's like, yeah, I speak with more of you your journalistic mind than with, with your human caring mind because i know you mm-hmm. i know you i'm gonna ask but put it to yourself would you have asked that question and you try going and then you eventually end up on no because i know you i know you say so you you are the, you would have been the first you, you are ever the first person to tell me what an inappropriate question is so no no another time for that eh. At the time, nah, there was one particular person who we should have interviewed, Harry. <laughs> While he did have got through some serious problems, and you was the person. Me, that asked him for asking about this because it, it, it's there. You were the person that said, No, no, I'm not feeling right. Mm-mm. And that's the thing, You're, we are born with this innate instinct for know what is right from what is wrong and me and this is not twins are twins say true mm-hmm. say it and this is not I, even when you patrick. call me oh patrick patrick yeah <laughs> differentiate <Patrick. laughs> uh, even when you kind of disrespect me because i took it as disrespect because you call me a stan and me you know what you are mean. a stan i'm not a stan i'm not a stan a stan stan is somebody who is, is unable to see things ob- objectively really about anything that, and you're not a fa- a stan. that they are a fan of i'm not a stan because i'll criticize kobe well, me, me criticize Kobe and the fucker on the cross. Like, Kobe, what the fuck is that? Me criticize Manu. Manu a big, big fucker now. <laughs> big, big fucker. And me a be the, the loudest voice I call him out from the top. Come straight down. 
And me are the biggest man you fan. And me call them out. And there was a time I feel like say Kobe just did a play for himself. I, even though I couldn't really blame because the side was fucked. I, I feel that was more the head office could have done more for surrounding him um, with more time. But that's neither here nor there. My point is, mm-hmm. are you there accused me? Oh, you're just a stand, so you're not able to see. I'm like, no, Ari. Me I talk from a human side of things. Yeah. Me would ask that, and you would ask that. And from me oh. asking that, I said, no, there's nothing else to say. No, is- I would say no that Snoop, as I said, I kind of skew my view towards Snoop because I kind of say, I'm wrong, but I can kind of see why I'm doing But ultimately, I'm wrong too. I shouldn't take it so far. And mm-hmm. the disappointment that him did kind of express or I'm feeling sure, sure just leave it at, at that. But right now, whole heap of people I express them disappointed as Snoop and I cannot wrong them because Gail King, she's an elderly black woman. She's a, an astute statesman in journalism. Exactly. She's well respected. Me not look for call nobody. Well them respected. Thing that my mother grow me different. Me not look for call no older woman them thing. That but not even like older woman, a woman period. A woman period. And don't see how me deal with whatever I went through a couple years ago. You know what I mean? So, I just felt like him get him him him, him make him emotions get the best time, and by doing that, it kind of galvanizes, as you say, mm-hmm. other man out Hateful there. Hateful people. For send that shit to her and, mm-hmm. and talk a kind of crazy shit to her. Now when me see Oprah go say, "Oh, Gail's not feeling well," that did kind of throw me off to cause I'm like, nobody now feel worse than Vanessa Bryant. And, and those three girls right now. True. They're and the not families well. that's suffering. But when we kind of see them, I try to turn it into some victim shit. And I said, yeah, no, stop. But then again, I'm sure say she 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 feel bad up for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for somebody cuss her out like that and then the death threats that followed because yeah. Snoop is a very popular person and we had deal that some somebody that was very popular and loved. Mm-hmm. Who recently passed tragically? Mm-hmm. So the vitriol probably turned all the way up to one hundred. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure she'd feel bad, and the fact that she'd she feel bad, it's, it's, it's wrong. It's wrong. Is it me? So because as I said, Tiano say you were like it's fucker. I'm like it's a misstep. It's a misstep. But the thing is, it wasn't. It wasn't a thing where she was trying to be hateful. And that's where I'm saying, like, if you look at the intent behind it, people are saying, oh, she's trying to be misleading or not misleading. She was trying to lead Lisa. She was trying to lead her. I think it was much more of a, of a, of a general statement that she was making that to say, well, you know, you may see one side of the predator, but he showed a different side to other people. Maybe that is something where she's dealing with personally. Because, again, Maybe. everybody bring up Harvey Weinstein. It's true because she probably didn't see that side of Harvey. And apparently she have a person who she used to work with. Her. His name is Charlie NBC. Rose, not NBC, at um, CBS, CBS there. CBS no, this morning. To, uh, he was accused of sexual harassment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, I didn't see it, but she stand with the victim. So, again, it's like that. So, she just probably said that as a statement, a general statement, not meaning it's... I don't... In my mind, I don't think it was directly stated or supposed to be directly um, pointed at, at, at Kobe, but, but more ta- in but general. She, but but she right, just she was asked talking a question about him. Was, they were she was talking, talking about, about, was talking about So that's why I say it was a misstep. It wasn't something that she was genuinely trying to, 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 to lead Lisa into doing or saying something um, negative about her friend. With that being said, though, I just want to say 
like with Gail, I think that it's the 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 vic the, the the vitriol and the venom that is being spewed towards her. It's definitely unfair, yes, it and is. I think that we need to step back. I know that everybody's in them feeling, and it's an emotional time. And it's true, like, you probably can't express disappointment with her. I don't know why, because I think that is just her situation. She was just asking a general question. And I think one of the most poignant questions that she asked to, like, is it unfair to the media? And you see, and, 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 I and that's that what I gave Lisa, you. Uh, I said, like, if she didn't just Lisa, ask that and leave it at that. But the fact that she went on with it and said, but you Lisa, don't know. That you led know Lisa that. into giving a very, a very beautiful answer towards her friend and i think that's the thing that we should look at so fine you never like that question fine you're not not all the questions you're going to like and you can't just say oh that wasn't a good question but again that's what i'm saying you know like we need to learn for disagree without the venom and the hate without mm. the, the and so when he's gonna come because again he did take a reflective approach and he's just like oh he didn't even apologize him just say like I don't come from a place of hate. Well, that mm. didn't show like it come from a place of love, you know. So we need to learn. If it were, if it came from a genuine place, it would have been. I, I'm one so could argue that it came from a place of love for Kobe, for Kobe and his family. For Kobe, you know what I mean. And then he's like, and and one of the things that pissed me off and I get in spew into another conversation is how black men like he as a black man want to be like why black women don't love and protect black men, but you as a black man didn't show. Or didn't even protect a black woman. Well, him never necessarily in just point out those two and that they seem to have a history. He of was, going after but black that's the point. That's the men. don't miss the point, Narrow. He don't miss the point. Come, come check you. And da, da, da. he was not protecting a black woman in that moment. He no. was not protecting a black but woman. But I don't think he was making a broader statement about why black women don't protect black no talk about i am making that point i'm Oprah. making that okay. point because he was saying like bo harvey weinstein why you don't do documentary about harvey weinstein and i bring up fucking bill cosby bill cosby in a jail yeah, that, and that I did, yeah, it's that like one. you see it's just bring up a whole bunch of things yeah, and that's why issues, and that's why i'm saying he was like he wants the black woman gail king and oprah to focus on white men and he's like I was saying to you, like, I'd be so pissed off if a white person trying to do a documentary on black people. You know, if you understand, like, I try to point out the flaws. people weren't involved in, in, in the R. Kelly documentary? Maybe not. Maybe in a producing and monetary they standpoint. But I don't think they're the main, the main architect. Because yeah, of the course mute, they are. The mute R. Kelly was a black woman. Thing, I'm telling word. you. I am telling you. The <laughs> mute R. Kelly. I'm talking the about the R. documentary. Kelly was prior to R. To, to prior to surviving R. Kelly, Mute R. Kelly was prior to her arm um, that, and it was started by a by black people, black I'm women. About the, the surviving, of course, white people are going to be involved in it because it went on a lifetime, exactly. And they're but directing it. The, they're not. It wasn't how. It wasn't how. I'm, I'm not saying you. who's creating it. I'm talking about the documentary and who directed that. Mm -mm. Who pro Who backed it? Who of backed lifetime. It? Who who in charge of lifetime? Of course, white people. All right, so we had to. But the over, but it had to go on a platform. It went on a platform mainly for women, and it and of they course are, they have a big white women. Of course, lifetime is a white woman station. But the surviving R. Kelly, the surviving R. Kelly documentary is black women who dream Who charge a lifetime? We dream i'm telling you as a white person i'm telling you as a white person okay. i'm not denying that fact but don't make it seem who as produce, if who produced r kelly dream hampton she's black 
She's who a directed, black woman. Who directed the documentary? Dream Hampton. She's black. She directed? Yes. She's oh. a producing, um, producing like director. Anyways, the point of is... Of course, they're doing Regardless of race, uh, my, even this is, this is us, uh, this is me wanting to live in an idyllic world. Regardless of race, when people do fuck you, just point it out. I don't have to bring race or nothing. Like, well, that's When people that's do wrong, just point them out for them wrong. Yeah, that's the ideal world me? that we want to live in, but that's not the case. I think that... Um, our Snoop Dogg, if he wants Gail and other black people to focus on white people, I think is ridiculous. I feel like our community needs to hold our own community to a higher level and a higher standard. And if he want to do a documentary on Harvey Weinstein, he needs to get the the team and Dream Hampton to do it and stop try make it seem as if oh stop. But um, Oprah and Gil focus on those white people. No, black people have their mess. Black people need to figure it out. And black people, and we as black women, are gonna do great things in order to protect our ourselves and of course black men and uh, and protect their white backers because it's like again, Aries, like yeah, try make her exempt from 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 being examined. I'm about not, her oh, about not, her relationship with, with not, Harvey Weinstein no, and these people. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm why, just saying. Why shouldn't people question their relationship? I wonder why they they're can, not going as hard they can, on him. They can. As they them can, are doing R. Kelly and, they can, and Kobe. They can. But why? But you see how stupid and it Michael is. Michael Jackson. You know how stupid it is? You know how how reductive, reductive it is when we're like, oh, black people uh, focus on the white people like no no I don't think why that's would what i want a white person to tell the black person story that's why would not, i want a black woman to tell the I, white person story things. but because it's the same you getting, thing he's saying you're getting emotional though. You no getting you're emotional. saying you're saying that white well what snoop is saying and i'll focus on what you are saying what snoop is saying mm-hmm. he's, she's like why not focus on harvey weinstein and that's and not other what he was saying people. that's not what he was saying what was he saying? He was saying, why not show that type of energy to the Harvey Weinsteins of this world? But the no, there was a post that, that he made, you know, he Jackson made a post and said, you're focusing on Kobe. black men. Focusing on black men. He made a post. Why and you ain't said, going to Harvey Weinstein like that? Other team say. A white man. A yes, white man yes. and other white men like that. He so was, it's not, he made he's not it saying that you should focus thing. on them. He made it into a race He, he, make it into a race he made thing, it yes. a race and that's why I'm he coming was not from saying and saying focus why on them. she why is he why is she why is he making the focus on like why this black woman are come hard at black men? Because she's a black woman and want to focus on the black men who are harming and are and are causing harm and pain to black women so it's unfair to him and it's ridiculous to me to pain to all type of woman so she has a white, woman mostly white black mostly woman white, involved mostly white so because it's mostly, mostly white, white we should forget the little percentage white. of black women i'm not saying to forget it but i'm just saying it's mostly white people are you pick and choose people. the issues and the thing is he didn't he didn't he did i've not i've not seen a white woman come out a black woman sorry come out and say that harvey weinstein harass her because clearly he's not attracted to black women i've not seen a black accuser lupita and i younger was asked so because and she said white that women, he was because not because a white woman you shouldn't care i didn't i'm not saying that that's kind of why i said saying, white women white I'm women saying, no because that's what you, the point is he's saying that why the black woman don't focus on doing on getting white men. and again that's not i'm saying, saying that we're having a, we're, we're not agree because we're not we're not agree because you don't understand what the man has said i am understand well i understand from your understanding is, saying, is different from same, mine exactly man says, so don't make it seem that your understanding is right and mine is wrong that's where we're going to have a problem and we, that's where we're going to have an argument understanding this more 
<laughs> Mr. What was said. That's we're gonna have an Because you are more preach on woman and, 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 and that type of skill. Oh, because you still Pat have that, that level of emotion. He's saying that while Gail King and Oprah don't focus on trying to get down and bring down the white man, big shot Harvey Weinstein. Why is she focusing on Bill Cosby, Russell Simmons, Michael Jackson, and now Kobe Bryant? Those are all four black men, at least. Michael Jackson started out black. But those are four black men that were pointed out. Why not focus on the white man, your friend? That's what he was saying. That's what he was saying. Show the same type of energy. That's what he was saying. So then why he was he bringing up Bill Cosby, Russell Simmons, and, and Michael Jackson? Because the black, they the seem black to have a track record of going hard on but black the over, men. And you know what? You see, black men. Black men. Black men. Arna, That's the point. Arna, I get the nuance of what I'm trying to say and the difference in it. The nuance is the man has said show that same type of energy, not say focus on instead of. You get that difference? That yeah, subtle difference? I get it. Not instead of. Show the same type of energy as you would a black man, a Chinese man, to your white friend. What the fuck? That's what the man was saying. So the thing is though, I'm saying, why is it that Because they've built up a track record now where people can rightfully ask questions say, yo. And they're making it seem as if they hate black men. And I think it's the most ridiculous, that's, stupid that's narrative. That's sort of a stretch, but then into their narrative because the track again, record. why not focus on the white man? It's ridiculous. Like she as a black woman, she she gets it, and I guess sexual assault and rape and rape is rape. But to me, I feel like it's it is so again reductive when we're trying to make it seem as if why not oh like only like the black man like you're only focusing on the that's what he's making it seem like at least you're only focusing on the black man maybe she have the same energy but the thing is again not again, publicly because ex- anytime exactly, she has been asked about exactly, it she's been kind exactly are not as 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 harsh when asked about her but then that's easy to know when you're saying that is harsh is not harsh when she say you're seeing it you're not but and again, Ari, that again, is that is distasteful. It's, it's, we agree on that. That we is, agree that was on distasteful. that, but so I don't could think be defined it's harsh. As harsh. I don't think it's harsh because not only are you disrespecting the man, him daughter, you are disrespecting grieving family, and you never agree with this. But in a sense, she was kind of disrespecting Lisa Lesbian because if you watch that clip, even though I'm sure. Or it's very probable that they went over the list of topics that I'm gonna touch on, which you probably would have said, yo. I'm going to touch on this. I'm going to ask this specific question. And that's just going to be it. But when you look upon the girl's face, she was uncomfortable. I could have seen it in her eye. She was uncomfortable, especially when she tried to lead her and say, You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know that. She, she was uncomfortable. I can't tell me otherwise. So even though they might just did have them list of questions and things. Uh, pre-planned because we know so sometimes that's how interviews work you could tell that it was very probable that she probably went off the rails and put a little bit more sauce on it you see me so that's why me cannot just make her exempt from blame from all of this it got too far but the fact say you do this and then you follow up with, with the, 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 the lame excuse but it was just a network when you know damn well the clip that them there put her in my opinion she knows because we in other thing me involved in a cut it of, of clips more than me choose people get me choose things to get people riled up because we, we, we have a joke about it say at the end of the day is it that serious but we know that people are gonna react 
And she knows, she knew that people was going to react to this. And to, in my mind, it is heartless. It is distasteful. So all I said, oh, it was a journey. In this time, no, not the right time for this. A celebration and morning with the pan. Morning, celebration. Morning. Not bringing up things up. Morning. 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 I say it in a Jamaican. Bamba. Parlance. <laughs> You see me? That's how we and For bring up this old shit, Dennis, it just, it's insensitive, I agree, man. No, it's I tone agree. deaf, especially for someone as grizzled and a veteran like she. It is very tone I agree. Deaf. I'm more upset, not even at she, you know, of the white people who brought it up and I tried disparage him. Because so I don't think Irish that game, I don't think, <laughs> no, because it's, a two, it's two white people in Irish for the Joker and the, the Washington Post are, the um, writer. I don't think those people did it in a, in a sense to be hateful and try and disparage him. Do, those two people did it. Make quote unquote jokes for attention. Right. So the, the comedian brother. I mm. don't think Gail did it with the venom that people are trying to make it out to be. I feel she did it with the with, with so. the mindset to get views and to get so. attention, in a sense. Mm. I think so. Because mm -hmm. if she was really in tune more with our, our human side, no way mm -hmm. should have asked this question and further follow up on it. No, it's another, another time for that. Mm -hmm. Anyways, gone on long enough. We're just going to care, don't care, and then we're going to bust you. No, we have a guest to talk to. Care, don't care, then we'll talk to our guests and then bust you after. All right, um, Alkaline announced new rules for what date again? April 25th? What date? April 25th. Do we care? What do we expect? Um, After the last staging, there were some little issues, but um, it was received well. Yeah, it's a good thing that he's trying to reach out to his fans because he's been kind of silent, especially after the squash beef that he had last year. Mm. At least I've not heard or um. We put out a song where there yeah. in, in people that heard much us. from him. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's he's been like that. Yeah. So he's he's it's it's much. nice to see. And here, um, that he's doing a show. It's a show that him, he seems to be curating and cultivating and building his brand, and really connecting to his fans. So he's like, he's not really depend on baga baga stay show. If you want to see him, you come on heroes. So that's really good with marketing and branding. So mm. yeah, you dog? No. <laughs> <laughs> what if you invite it? What if his team sent that email? No, sir. They're not going to send it. And yep. if they did, Who knows? No, this is a growing trend where the team sends us a, an email no. and says, please come to our event and cover and no, everything. Sure it's like, not the artist get wish. The, get the fix. <laughs> the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me how it goes. You tell uh, me. Yeah, it's like, I care. Uh, it's a thing to look out for because the last stage in Olipa people they attend. Um, and I'm curious to see how this staging will go. Valentine's Day. Care or don't care? Mm, it's whatever. <laughs> I mean, I never even know self Valentine's Day until like this week. Vibes promo post, but ask, ask your guy or ask your man when I do for dinner for Valentine's, for Friday. 
So is that vibes looking you on a sex? No, no, he never asked me. It was a oh, question oh, that, that he posed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a question that he posed to the general public. So I oh, I So that's when I was like, What's the f- what's Friday? And I was like, Oh, it's Valentine's Day. So did you ask him? No, sir. Yeah. Why not? I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck Valentine's Day. Who cares? You uh, are so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> like the people who actually go to them wear to, to wear red and, red and white on that day, they're sad and deserve to be made fun of. Wick, do you do that? Okay, if you ever did that, too, you would stop working here. <laughs> All right, so as we told you earlier on, we will be speaking at the Jamaica Music Conference this weekend. Where is it, Ari? Courtly. Courtly Auditorium, yeah. Auditorium. Um, myself and Ari will be panelists. Um, one panel, a part of various other panels uh, across several days. Um, we will be there. But right now, we'll be talking to the founder of the Jamaica Music Conference, Kwesi Bansu. Hope I'm saying the name correctly. I'm going to talk to him about the inception of the event and more why I'm invited to and all these things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is our conversation with Kwesi Bansu. Yo, people, welcome back to the Fix Podcast. It's your boy now here with Ari, and we have a pair of special guests in the building joining us. As we said, we will be speaking at the JMC Jamaica Music Conference for some reason. They invited us. We're here to verify this invite is legit. <laughs> so we have the CEO and founder mm-hmm. of the event, yes. Jamaica Music Conference, that we humbly accepted the invite to this saturday that's when we'll be speaking where it starts on friday it's from the 13th of november november february to the 16th of february right so the founder yes Kwesi yes Bansu. <laughs> he, he's looking for clarification because I, I was like yeah for clarification. Okay, by a lovely artist who goes by the name of amberly i'm getting that name right yes okay all right, so welcome officially. Yes, uh, and I want to just greet your listening audience in that divine name of His Imperial Majesty, Emperor the Selassie the First, and Empress Menen. That's customary. Which is so. Right. Now that we got that out of the way, I want to say it's a pleasure and it's an honor for me to be on this platform. And I said before we started filming, don't take what the item do simple or underestimate the power. Um, based on the consistency, because that consistency that made JMC reach out to Nightly Fix. Because some Thank of your you. interviews are memorable. They will go down in the history of the music. Some people we don't get to see unless you see it upon your platform. Yeah. And the diaspora is locked in to what you all are doing. So don't take your thing lightly. Don't make them call you down. Don't make them make you feel like, no. I saw Naro stand up in one piece of fire <laughs> with an artist dispute and him hold him corner and him hold himself professionally him never lash out and I said this I am probably have a future in journalism and, and the industry he know how he Utilize the moment, you know, and don't get the moment destroy you because you could have fold. 
you know that is true so uh definitely but let me let shaky or floppy yes yes (laughs) (laughs) no i i I, and these are the things because um are you guys familiar with the breakfast club of course i've never heard of that program in my life i have (laughs) okay i have so so you would have known a version named charlemagne yeah. And a lot of people in foreign, that's what them say, like Nara, the Jamaican version of the Charlemagne and type. And then I would tell them that I don't eat ass or No, you can't say in front of the, 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 but listen, the grown listen. man. Remember, <laughs> say Charlemagne, don't tell you, say I'm of mental trauma, you know. That so is true. When you hear him, I say all of them things that are part yeah, of the trauma where he experience. A lot yeah. of our black people are traumatized. So True. when you hear them, uh, sniff this and I eat that. A trauma. <laughs> Make them go this up, you know. I didn't mean Serious. to no, that's a legit thing that he, he no, it's, it's a serious right thing. There, I can't yeah. go deep in on many topics, you know. But at JMC, <laughs> we are here. I'm being focused because we're about the music industry. I want the beautiful Amber Lee to introduce herself. Yes, um, my name is Amber Lee, as he said. Um, I'm from New York. That's why oh. you hear the foreign mm-hmm. accent. <laughs> I hear it. Um, I do music. I sing. I do R and B. Sometimes like trap soul i have pop records i have art, like reggae so i like dabbling everything because my parents are from jamaica mm-hmm. my dad and then my mom is from trinidad yeah so i have that culture behind me but um yeah i'm gonna be at the conference mm-hmm. so i'm just here with the vibes i'm here for a week so i'm just soaking it all in all right so since we have you on the mic so how did you got introduced to jmc like did they reach out to you and ask you to be a part um, of it oh. my dad through Sharon knows him. Yeah, it was Sharon Burke. It's a very common <laughs> name. <laughs> Sorry. Uh Sharon Burke told my dad about it. Okay. They work closely. So um yeah, as soon as he told me about it, I was down with it. Mm-hmm. At this point I'm I'm with whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like that's gonna propel me forward and help somebody else. You know what I'm saying? But um So you're gonna be a part of the conference and you're a speaker, so yeah. you know, you're singing, you're going yeah. to entertain us how what I got a seat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna be talking. Okay. So it's cool. I'm, so what's I'm the topic? What 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 you gonna explore? Um, how to like sustain a career in music, mm-hmm. and like talking about the ups and downs, like as an artist, what's the hardest parts for me, and how can I like, through my experience, help somebody else that's like up and coming and mm-hmm. trying to do what I'm doing, basically. So are you so, independent or are you signed with a major? Yeah. Okay. I'm independent right now. So re- you've recorded songs that are up on YouTube? Um. Yeah. I have a project out that's been out for a while. It's called Many Good Age. Mm-hmm. It has like five songs on there. And I'm now slowly like releasing singles from my upcoming project now. So, okay. So um, you know, you're in the prom- promo gear right now. Right? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Okay. So you, your music is a, is a bit eclectic that you sing. So you do a little yeah. reggae. So have yeah. you... Have you done a, an official reggae album or is just that you no, can't sing? No, not a whole reggae? album. But or a single, have, sorry. Yeah. Um, my first project had a pop record. It has a reggae. So it was like a mix of just different genres. Mm-hmm. And it was also like a test trial for me just to feel what it was like to have a project out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that had a whole bunch of genres on it. But I still currently like my moods vary. So if I'm in the studio and I feel like creating what i feel like creating then mm-hmm. it, it just comes out i don't really like box myself in mm-hmm. to say like oh i'm a, a pop artist or like I, you know i'm trying to just let myself feel it out and whatever comes out i just so yeah. from t- listening to you you said that your dad no sharon yeah so is that is your dad involved in music or um yeah 
He actually is. Who's your nun? I feel like your nun uh, is famous. Uh, Rossi, I don't know. A lot of people know him by Rossi. Okay. His name is Paul Lee. Okay. Yeah. He works with Shaggy's camp. Okay. That's, oh. that's how he knows Sharon Burke and everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, they work closely together. So that's how you got involved in music, too. Am yeah. I see me? Basically. Okay. And he, from, like, maybe my ninth grade in mm-hmm. high school, he had built a studio for me. And I never, like... Built a you, studio for you. Yeah. Wow. And, and it wasn't just for me because he enjoys music too mm-hmm. like because he produces sometimes so he built it and not until i had like a class basically with everything i had in the basement in my high school i started like introduce like i got introduced to producing and creating my own video mm-hmm. and it had that whole experience in my school and realized like oh i got this in my basement so okay. from then that's when i started like writing my own songs okay and, so He's really the, the one that introduced me to, like, the artist I am today. So, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I like real. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> I am like them look distractingly good. <laughs> they like, look what bad? Is that? Not good, but okay. them look like okay, okay. them real, too. Like, I'm sorry. Well, I, thank I, you. I just had to get that out of there. <laughs> you have any Jamaican roots? She said her dad is uh, Jamaican. Well, yeah, my dad. Uh, uh, okay, so, like, otherwise, how often, like, do you come out here? I was distracted Maybe by the eyelashes. Ta- <laughs> <I remember. laughs> no, it's okay. But w- like once or two times a year. I don't know. I, oh, so for the past like three, four years, I've been out here every year. Okay. So, so yeah. is it like, is it just to get a feel of the island? You work with producers or what? Well, it yeah. Both. Last year, I was working with a lot of producers. Like that was my main reason for coming. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like in promo mode. So I'm like just trying to get my name out there and my music and okay. really pushing myself. Nice. As a question, we'll get to the, the Jamaican Music Conference now. What inspired right. you to, to take this initiative to well, say, uh, let's do this? I'm, uh, it's in its seventh year, by the this way. This is in its yes. seventh year. Um, I'm a graduate of Howard University School of Law. Mm. Um, and while I was at the law school, I learned about this thing called intellectual property. Oh. And immediately, being born in Jamaica, I grew up in Toronto. Um, I understood what that you know, concept means for an island like us that produce so much music and content. Mm. You know, we probably produce the most content per capita of any place in the world. You mm-hmm. know, we have artists doing 10 songs a day, all kind of craziness going on. Every sure. community mm-hmm. have about 50 artists. And um, so when I realized that, I said, you know, you look at a place like Dubai that has oil and they're making all of this money from this oil, which is a finite resource. Mm-hmm. And we have this uh, infinite resource which is our intellectual property i was like we need to do something so i started a publishing company Mm -hmm. um with one of my colleagues from law school um to launch it we came down to jamaica we did a a one-day panel at um, the university of the west indies um i'm one of those diaspora people that come back and forth you know all of the time so growing Mm -hmm. up i was coming to jamaica every christmas i would be here Sometime in the summer, we would come here. You know what I mean? So I'm one of those Jamaicans from my hit high school, probably more Jamaican than a Jamaican that live here. There's mm. a lot of us. You know, we were into sound system culture, mm-hmm. you know, uh, clashing with, so- with sound cassettes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So we went deep into the culture. So I've always been deeply connected and rooted with Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So after we did that panel, you know, we had a lot of people that were coming up to us and saying that was a great thing. And then I had an opportunity um, professionally as an attorney to organize a catalog of a reggae legend named Jalife in New York City, who was 
uh, an associate of John Joe Laws. I don't know if you all know John Joe Laws and the Volcano um, catalog. Volcano was a, a sound system. John Joe Laws was one of those deep cuts. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Let me fix. So get yourself in tune. Yes, we're right deep. Now. <laughs> we're going deep. All right. So John Joe Laws is a man that you know, one of them man where in between they would say in the streets, mm. but also lover of music. He knew all of the artists, them mm. so he could get them to voice. You know, all of the producers, so he could get them to voice. Mm -hmm. Ja Life was a Ras that was there, who was the 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 mad scientist in the in the in the studio that was putting all these things together so for example barrington levy them early sang them under intercom when me tell them if you come mm -hmm. under miss party i know him and yes. i know that song <laughs> Murderer. i know that one da -da -da -da. yeah <laughs> all of them sang there um a hundred weight of collie weed coming from cintan mm -hmm. which was sampled by um uh, ja Rule mm -hmm. and also karis one which is how my brethren became involved in terms of licensing these works wow. in the in the U.S. So Jalife called us in to organize his catalog, and we quickly realized there was no paperwork for a lot of the songs. You know, some of those songs had been resolved and had gone through a process, but he had thousands of songs. And in Jamaica, you know, the culture there's not a paperwork culture. Yeah, so mm. what do you mean by that, though? Like so, for example, to license a song to for for a motion picture for a film. Um, for television, all of these things, they want to know who are the owners. You have mm -hmm. to go to the publishing. If mm -hmm. there's a band that created that rhythm, each person in that band that created the rhythm would have an ownership interest because mm -hmm. that's how the copyright is created. But in Jamaica, a lot of time, a producer would just get musicians to come. They would voice the rhythm. The producer would own the rhythm, mm -hmm. and then those musicians would never be compensated. So the producer owned everything, not, yes. not just the rhythm, the lyrics. The just the song in it's its entirety. A lot of time in Jamaican culture, what happens is that the artist and the, the artist will be given a money for common voice. After mm. him get that money there, him don't get a dollar from that song. Yeah. You've heard many touring. of the stories. Yeah. Exactly. Other than touring. Sometimes they don't even get touring though. It sometimes don't even get touring. Ooh. The and likewise with the musicians, but and I'm talking different than when a producer directs musicians to make a song because mm -hmm. that's a work for hire then the producer would own it by right because it's his concept mm -hmm. that he's hiring musicians to now compose mm -hmm. this is much different than if we're just if we're all a band and she have a bass and me have a guitar and you have drum and we just vibe and we well, come he up would with a rhythm have the drum. he would have the drum yeah, he play would, a drum for yeah. and then and then aria sing so this is yes. not she do sing for yes. us yes you see she does not <laughs> you see if, if aria sing amber sing <laughs> Amber, 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 Amber got it. Amber My got friends it. hate me. And later on, we need to put Amber on the spot and show her when you come a yard, you have to come right. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. for another time. Yeah. But what I what I want to say is that, so if we're all jamming and we come up with a rhythm, then that technically is all of our creations, right. our collective work. Right. There needs to be a split sheet where we say, you might have 10%, you have 15%, the person come up with the bridge, get 20%, and we divide up. That wow. can be done in any way. Mm -hmm. So for publishing, and this is um, the ownership. So if you buy a house, you get a deed. Yeah. For every recording, there are multiple deeds that go toward that recording. This wow. is how you earn. Wow. So learning all of this, this is a long story if you get to a short point mm -hmm. of this founding of the JMC. But to get to that point now where you are 
earning from your work you have to literally treat your thing like a business you have to have all of your paperwork your documentation each song you have should have a file mm -hmm. that has who the producer is how the ownership the splits how all of that is going so that when you submit it to the performance rights organizations the jcap mm -hmm. in jamaica or ascap bmi csac in america mm -hmm. these uh agencies now collect for you sound exchange as well which would collect for the master recording mm -hmm. so there's all of these ways you can monetize your intellectual property but if you don't know you will not um, be able to monetize and so knowing this getting that response from the first panel we decided you know what we're gonna go to edna manley we're gonna do a another panel so 2013 we started um with our first um full day of panel discussion so before we just did one panel and actually i had a video launch because that was when i was in artist mode mm -hmm. but um because there are so many artists and so few of people doing what i'm doing i You're have right. to put my artist side um to, to the side, side. Mm -hmm. i had to put my artist to the side so i'm a repressed artist <laughs> <laughs> anytime i can bust out in a lyrics you know he said he's gonna come to our freestyle friday yeah so i'm gonna do it i'm gonna burn up the whole thing jamaica tear down but that's for another time i'm an attorney and a founding uh, person of the jamaica music conference today right. so the first year we had rory stone love we had bob andy we had protege we had carolyn cooper um simone harris we had uh, different people talking about uh, Ibo Cooper, uh, Barbara Blake Hannah talking about her reggae film festival, and it was also very well received. Mm -hmm. So, um, at that time, I was doing it under the publishing company. But then in 2014, we decided we had to create a complete company just to do the conference because it's really a full time work to mm -hmm. do the conference. Over the years, what it's evolved into a network. So we're actually creating a network mm -hmm. of music industry professionals because what we found out in doing this work is that most of our, uh, especially black people in the music industry, are part-time mm. doing music. And this is a problem. So you find that you like yourselves, you have a passion, but you can't put the fullness into that passion because it don't make your money. It don't make you the money, but it, it can and it will. Mm. That was a little too passionate. <laughs> um, you were listening to the Joe Budden podcast. Yeah. I heard a little clippings. Yeah. Mm. Them Bridgen were doing it for free until they got a big mm -hmm. thing from Spotify. And what mm. I want to tell Jamaica is that the music industry is recovering. There's a lot of capital because the streaming is now starting to balance out the thing. So they're looking to invest. So even your podcast, you're going to have people that come to you that want to invest. Mm. They want to take some of your, your ownership. They want equity in, in your brand, all of these things. So you guys are going to have these challenges very soon. I have to make decisions of, you know, do you want to keep ownership and butter? Or do you want to try to find a way to license and get it syndicated and get it in different markets and all of these things? If you keep doing what you're doing, trust me, because reggae and Jamaica and dancehall, they're just on the tip. We're at a crossroads and what is coming is going to be much greater than anything that has been in the past because we're in the digital era. Mm -hmm. And funny that you should say that because it, I feel like, especially from our conversations with people, it feel as if it's dying because most people cuss and complain that, you know, like people, American people, especially are American acts, they take the dancehall, they resample it, they rebrand it. Yes. And it feels as if it's dying, like Jamaican music is dying. And the biggest complaint is that we don't have a Jamaican music industry. Per especially se. Especially what you're saying, where exactly. people don't have the licensings and the publishing. 
And just the overall business is kind of questionable. And that's putting it mildly. So you feel like, especially with this Jamaica Music Conference, you feel like there is a shift happening and it's not as gloom and doom as we perceive it to be. Or others perceive it to be. And and a lot of time we focus on the negative. Mm -hmm. Mm. So we always have positive things in the industry that are happening. And Mm -hmm. that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to be that connective tissue. Because what happens in Jamaica, we're only probably three people away from slavery era. We have to recognize. Sometimes we're hard on ourselves. Three people. Yeah. Ah. 1838, they said slavery abolished yeah. in Jamaica. Mm. Yeah. Not because the British wanted to, because Sam Sharp kicked them tail and them get frightened mm-hmm. and they realized that they could not sustain this institution any longer. Jamaica helped crash the institution of slavery. One of them know that. Mm. Sam Sharp, rebellion, study it. Black History Month. Black History Month. But the other thing is that. If you think of someone born in 1838 and take them to 1900, how much is that if you do the maths? Don't ask that. That's the worst thing. Worst worst thing. That is uh, 62 years. So that person born at the end of slavery and 62 in 1900. So 1900 to 2000 or 100 years. Yeah. 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 Maybe two people and then we're in a twenty twenty. So think just think about so a long time uh, a lot I of time you know, yeah, three generations away. We think from about slavery, slavery yeah. like it's some I'm ancient like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. like, give credit to us credit to us do. Ready up your voice and all them going test you. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So these, uh, if you, so a lot of time we're hard on ourselves, and one of the things that plague us in Jamaica, because remember that we were bred to be tribal. Mm-hmm. They tried to Separate because they, they didn't want this, the rebellions on each plantation. So they breed us in a way where, or or program us in a way where we don't trust each other. So the music industry currently is working in silos. You have this camp over here work, this camp over here mm. work, this camp over here work, and it's very disjointed mm-hmm. so it prevents certain opportunities that would be able to lift up the entire industry because maybe somebody who invests invest in this part of the industry don't have a good experience and them say you know what mm-hmm. i'm not going to invest in the industry anymore mm. you know and because they deal with one set up person instead of trying to yes and there's no other way for them to tap into mm-hmm. the wider industry it just depends on who you link mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that's why the conference is so important because we're creating a platform where the wider industry can come and meet credible people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Credible. Where credible people, mm-hmm. you know, who have a track record. And you you saw on the website the type of people that we're we're going for. You know, yeah. the shiny B, BBC extra, yeah. the boss, all of these different people who were were flying in um, because they're ready and they've been waiting for something like this. So the whole point of what we're doing now is creating a network we're getting ready to launch a mobile app too mm. wow. we won't be ready for the conference but basically almost like a linkedin for mm-hmm. the music industry nice. mm. um, we've been doing summit series we've been traveling to california atlanta chicago we do smaller conferences toronto meeting face to face with the professionals who are on the front lines of keeping the music alive because mm-hmm. them are suffer you know mm. Mm. the promoter them will keep the little dance and then what happens is 
they build up an artist to where they have a pulling power to building 5,000 people. That artist signed to Ticketmaster Live Nation deal who will book them for three years straight. So all of the Caribbean promoters get locked out of that. Mm. So you built up this artist to this level and now you cannot reap when they have the pulling power to actually return on that investment. Yeah. These are some of the things that are happening in our industry. Wow. You know what I mean? So if we don't come together, um, then we languish and then other people will come and take the fruits of our labor. Mm -hmm. And if we look at hip hop um, as a blueprint, mm -hmm. hip hop was in the same place as dancehall. Remember, yeah. Seta yeah. come out of dancehall, cool mm -hmm. her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. brought the toasting culture to the Bronx. Mm -hmm. Who will be at the conference? Who will yeah. be at the conference? I was just reading well, today. You see that? The Gleaner. Story. Well, we got a Gleaner yeah. story. So big up the Gleaner. You'll mm -hmm. um, be there. And if you look at what happened, it was the. Uh, European Jews who invested in the music. If you look yeah, at the early like, labels, um, some is it some Ruben? Ruben, when can, I can't remember him from Rick Ruben. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Rick yeah, Rubin yeah. was one. And I, when I watched the NWA, yeah, um, straight out of Compton, it was a Jewish guy. You say that was. When you look at research, all oh, of the yeah, early yeah. record labels, they took a chance yeah. mm. on hip hop because they recognized what was there. Yeah. Because a lot of time we as black people, black radio was fighting hip hop when mm. it first came out, just like they fought dancehall in Jamaica mm. and reggae in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. But they saw they took a chance. They invested a lot of capital, and hip hop now is the number one genre on the planet. Mm -hmm. and the only reason they know that is because of streaming yeah mm -hmm. because of the digital because remember they were telling us rock and roll are run things and yeah. then streaming come and we could track it they realized that no you can't hide uh, you it know, anymore so. right mm. and rock and roll is a black music too started yeah. from yes you see so it started from black roots so this is all black history too mm -hmm. you know we're, we're keeping in the theme which is right which is right <laughs> and um the the key that i want to just emphasize is that as jamaicans we have an opportunity our brand is so powerful we're mm -hmm. a cultural superpower and if we don't really focus and change our concept of how we view the industry and the music business as artists um this is not just a hustling mm. you cannot just have your brethren manager and you tell your brethren what you do and the two of you just blind out there and you're leaving so many opportunities. You know, many artists don't want to do no interviews and don't realize it's interviews get you. New ha. <laughs> <laughs> eh? That all was personal. You see? <laughs> They are watching you now. Javin, I watch it now, Javin. You speak, you're speaking yes, to man. us. You're speaking to us. You know how much time you, I watch you. You're talking some shit. <laughs> you see, I, you know how many times I watch a Breakfast Club interview of someone I never know who them is and then I'm going to go watch them video mm -hmm. to see what I'm dealing with, mm -hmm. come and laugh during them interview or yeah. them say something interesting. We have been told that... Labels out there pay labels promoters pay specific attention to our interviews to know who for book, who for push, who for do all of these. We've been told. No, it's true. And artists told. need to know that. And on Sunday we're having Winford Williams do a art of the interview workshop. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of time you see people on Winford, they might pin around in a them chair. They might kick them foot, they might look down, uh -huh. they, might, they might do all kind of thing where distracting from the interview. We are taught what? No. <laughs> But it's, there, it's nervousness, you know, because you're nervous. Why, you know? why, why oh, do I get in trouble? Why do I get in trouble? Yeah? They're nervous, you know. So yeah. It's, oh, it's because remember, in Motown, you know, you have to go through an artist development. Like yes. Like, A&R is lacking in this. It's in lacking. this overall, like, artists don't have the development. I'm just saying, because them can do a one song or the one song hit. 
Like that's it. But there's so much more there's that it so takes. That's more. even why them say people like Rihanna and Beyonce and all the other top artists, they're so manufactured. Because in a way, in a sense, they are. And then it's after a while them get established now, them rebel against that manufactured look or feeling. Nowadays, like it's especially with social media and YouTube and just like the freedom to put whatever you want out yeah. whenever you want. Yeah. Like it's easy to just say, I created this with my bro and I think it's dope. So let's mm-hmm. put it out. And mm-hmm. like promotion is like the first thing on everybody's mind. Cause I want to go viral. Mm-hmm. I want to like get the most likes. So like social media to me is like everybody's first priority right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So I think that's at least with like the younger generation coming mm-hmm. up, like everybody trying to like, grind and get their like get to their goal as an artist i think that's everybody's first like yeah but social media priority. is effective you know um, yeah very that's even how lil nas x he had yeah. like weeks months on yeah. the chart because it got viral it got to push from tiktok oh, and media, yeah. soundcloud and social TikTok, media like all these new apps like, yeah it's, it's working right. chris i want to ask you something though mm-hmm. i feel like would that lead into something yes Let's go into it i find that Reggae artists are more organized than dancer artists. It, I just said that's a, a, a preset. I don't know a top tier reggae artist who doesn't have a, a personal assistant. Mm. Like there's not one that I can say, oh, like they, they all have personal assistant. Why do you think that reggae artists are more organized than dancer artists? I think reggae artists, you know, in terms of their touring, when they're going out, the, the exposure that they're going out. Mm. We have to understand dancehall artists, when they tour, they're mostly going to diaspora mm. audiences. You know, if a song hot in a Jamaica, the people in New York want to see yeah. it, Toronto yeah. want to see it, Miami want to see it. You know what I mean? All of the hot spots where they're Jamaican. So they're doing club dates at most of these things. When reggae artists um, gets popular, he's going to perform in Europe on the festivals. They're doing that whole festival scene. Mm-hmm. They might go South America. So they're going into that traditional touring band setting. And that touring band setting is not a game or a joke. Once you're not performing off of tracks and doing spot dates, you have a whole band of grown adults for feed. You have to put a business infrastructure in place mm-hmm. or that's not going to sustain. So they're forced to become businesses very fast because mm-hmm. if you're keeping a band on the road and I represent promoters and thing, remember say when the nights that they're not performing, when they're traveling, they have to pay a hotel, mm-hmm. you have to pay a gas, you have to pay a driver, you have to pay all of these expenses. So the tour has to be matched out in a way where it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they have to really structure themselves as a business. Whereas dancehall, I can sit down, I can do some dub plate, may have sound system, I call me, vice two dub plate, mm-hmm. go do two date, some promoter go uh, link me, might be a man I wash some money, not maybe laundry, but <laughs> in, in my do a thing. Yeah. So me I get a high rate and high price. So I mean I really to feel it. So mm-hmm. I mean I have to put that business structure in place. All I need is a song. Mm-hmm. Mm. So when my bank get low, me just come with a hot song and then my advice for it seem 15 like I say songs. it's so easy. Huh? <laughs> it, 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 it's, not, it's not easy, but but I'm just showing you the mentality yeah, yeah. of why the dancehall artists are not putting that infrastructure and they're notoriously hard to manage, mm-hmm. you know, because they're not hurting for money. If you're a hot dancehall artist and you're dealing with sound system dub plate and you're charged 500, the top man, they might charge 1500 for one song mm. for a dub plate. So you can imagine your voice 10 songs for the day. This is US me talking. Yeah, 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 of course. Yes. You understand? 
So if a man call me for a show and I don't feel like it, or you know what I mean, a man I tell me, say, me I forgot to do an interview. Me I say, sure. Oh, and then I interview. Mm. You know what I mean? Why? Because I'm okay. But what happens to these artists is that when they're not hot now and they're not being able to cut the dub plates, them, then they don't have that thing in place where that business infrastructure, where they're collecting royalties, where they're touring. Like, Chronics don't have to make a next song for the rest of his life. He can tour off his catalog right now mm. for the rest of his life. That- 24 yes. or 5 protege all of these artists these reggae revival artists they're mm-hmm. smart they don't have to make a next song again once you reach that top damian marley don't have to and make then a they next have song. the labels yes. grammy nominated you that's see and they make songs and then the next thing with dancer that i want to address when you're looking at the camera you see this hall and pull culture where you come and you perform and you do two second of your song and then you pull up on your gun, you dash it oh, away. God. Because if I'm a new consumer, I don't know your music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I have no idea no, what you're saying. at a road. <laughs> you see? Song out on the streets. We don't need to perform no like that. You see me say? Dash! <laughs> big song, big song. That's their mentality. You see? <laughs> so if I'm coming and I'm even seeing a clip on YouTube, mm-hmm. there's nothing for me to sing along with. I can't learn the song. Mm-hmm. I can't learn the lyrics. So mm-hmm. artists do themselves a disservice mm-hmm. when they dash with them song, when you treat your music as disposable. Mm-hmm. You understand? Man. And these are the things that artists have to understand. When you go to a Chronics concert, people are singing. And I'm just using Chronics. I know Chronics yeah. and him team. And yeah. he's an example of someone who came from yeah, zero he's a high example of, of to where he is now, where he's packing stadiums. Right. Yes. Right? So he's a good case study yeah. in terms of when you go to a show, he's singing out the whole song. Yep. Right? And it's not boring because the people are singing with him. Mm-hmm. The people come to hear the song them mm-hmm. and then get the song them. Mm-hmm. So you, you deliver a product and you deliver that product. And he, he, he goes out of his way to make songs that fit in like stadium arenas. So yes. You know, so there's a group of people singing these songs. And yeah. you have to think like that as See an that artist. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to think longevity. These are the songs. And you got to sing for the ladies too. You mm-hmm. know? Too much Even killing. in reggae? Yeah, man. Because reggae, I think reggae is more of a we are all one conscious. It is, but the ladies will keep you on tour. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that will support you. They True. will come to you, show them. True. They will buy the merchandise. True. They will do all of the things that you require. Mm-hmm. When I release my first project, I don't even know when that will be. <laughs> <laughs> now, artists. Remember, said that's suppressed now. Yeah. Artists, you know. JMC. Anytime, that's the right? thing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing there yeah. right now. But you see, when I release that, I'll be a woman song. Mm. I do, because. That is a key demographic when you're building a base mm-hmm. in music, uh, sustainable. You have to sing. And uh, I, when I was young, I used to listen to slap music because I wasn't born Rastafari. I came into Rastafari. So I have my time in a 90s dance hall. Mm-hmm. We could talk about it in the next interview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're not going to so. But <laughs> I remember in the 90s, you know, when all of these girl songs and there was more male-female interaction happening mm-hmm. in the dance. Mm-hmm. Um, dance hall was reaching a level and I think we've lost some of that and we're losing um, ground to Afrobeats and soca now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like in Jamaica, but in foreign, most of the young millennials, they only go soca and Afrobeats. Mm. If you go a dance hall party, you're mostly over 40. Mm. People you're going to see. Seriously? And you're not going to see them till 3 o'clock in the morning. Seriously? You could go to a dance at 2 and it'd be empty, you and the DJ and the caretaker in there. And by 4 o'clock it ram. You know, so 
these are the thing and when it wow. ram everybody on them phone and opposed yeah. and you, you very little male female dancing yeah you know we used to wind up on females when i was growing up you know just like in the soccer party when they move from woman to woman and a wine and you sweat up and you you know what i mean we used to do that in the 90s mm-hmm. you know in dance hall you used and to do that early 2000s we just yeah we do that like we yeah. have our generation okay. no people just wind up on phone phone that's the thing and <laughs> If we do that and we're not conscious, because nightlife is about male-female interaction, mm-hmm. period, point blank. So we have to do that. Um, let me know how we're doing on time. Yeah, we're <laughs> because we're all right. Miza, no, we're not all right. Before we leave, let me plug the JMC because I've been. Just on so many topics. Yeah. yeah because, it, I mean, what you're saying is really more. interesting. And yes. of course, this is yes. one of some of the things that we expect to get. And yes, I mean, GMC. learning more. Exactly. And, and, and I'm going to be very close with them. They're going to bring me back. They don't know that yet. But <laughs> they're going to bring me back and we're going to build. Yeah, speak it in the beam. Man. Yes, I was holy yeah. yeah, relationship is going to build. We're going to have them at GMC every year doing something. Because even as media press, you guys need to be in the building just period you know what i yeah. mean and uh, you'll learn a lot just in terms of where to take your thing and get the, the the different links and make more people aware yeah about what you're doing um jmc february 13th to the 16th um courtly auditorium we have the youth summit that we're starting which is not open to the public we're expecting over 400 youths from different high schools we always start with youth right. activation um leela ike ding dong kamar haikan amber lee will be there um, a lot mm-hmm. of different artists just talking to the youths about their journey. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaria will also be doing a presentation to Jamaica Reggae Industry Association, one of our partners from the beginning. Um, uh, Thursday evening at Itopia Life, uh, one of our sponsors will be having our welcome reception. We'll have YouTube, Pandora, Audio Mac, all of these big foreign companies in the house. We have to be there. Um, mm-hmm. So have to be make there. sure you're there. We'll be honoring Shaggy and Cool Herc at that reception the first coast the jamaican hip-hop man then will be performing showing cool herc say hip-hop is alive and well in jamaica the mm. council all day monday um friday morning early make sure you're in the courtly 10 o'clock for our streaming panel again all of those streaming services will be doing their presentation then we have the mainstream dreams shawnee b from bbc extra specs the boss from g98 in toronto we have papa keith um, big uh, radio presenter in, in Florida, many more panels all day, one-on-one with Cool Herc on Friday. Saturday, we have the Media Matters panel, which will feature the great nightly fix. Um, so don't miss that. Also, Rhythm Magazine, Love Lat Likes Jamaica, what? Um, and some other panelists. And it's going to be uh, moderated by Irie Jam Media from out of New York, the biggest platform for Caribbean entertainment in uh, the tri-state. We also will end that day with a one-on-one with Shaggy. Then we go up to Skyline Levels for the Jamnesia Showcase featuring Kabaka Period, Pyramid, Ibamar, um, Jet, uh, no, Ibamar, I, uh, hold on, I Nomads. Which nomads. one of the eyes? <laughs> no, nomads, we we'll just get a little free Savannah, <laughs> Jazzalise. It's going to mm. be woolly pop vibes. Make sure you're there. It will sell off. It will be packed. So make sure you come early. Sunday, we have the beach day. Um, Wikiwaki um, beach. We're going to have panels. Wow. Um, we're going to have um, the art of the interview with Winford Williams. 
um, who's going to just take people through the same thing we said, doing proper interview mm -hmm. form and all of these things. Mm -hmm. um, so just come go to the jmceffect.com um, so you can hear all of the schedule. You can see all of the panelists. You can follow us across all social media, the JMC Effect. Um, I want to just thank you all for having me here. No. My new brethren and sister, <laughs> and Javi over there, so too. With, and we um, have to say thank you as well yeah, for, we for even inviting us out. to be a part of this, something that we've spoken about amongst ourselves that we don't really get love from. At least we don't feel like we get love from people here, yes. you know, in the space. We usually get love more from people overseas. Yes. It's the first time we really get invited to be a, a part of something like this and we, we're grateful i want to take it for granted thanks um before we try we have to test out amber lee because yeah. oh yeah yeah we'll do and i've gone like said <laughs> well, no, she was there for a pretty look she <laughs> didn't have a voice all yeah. right um i'm gonna sing my upcoming single is called melanin mm -hmm. just for black you know black history month just that in time and that's how the trend to talk more um <laughs> I'm just getting to it. Everybody thinks they know what goes on here. But I don't really think they understand. They try to tell me I don't know what love is. But I'm pretty sure I have a good idea. Because even though we're up, down, seem to be spinning around. People seem confused. That's how we go about it. I know that you'll be here. We ain't going nowhere. And then a hook. <laughs> yeah. You can search me. She performed well. No. Yeah, one man audience in a week. You know, week get a prop. Yo, she did. She lucky in a week. I discipline me. I use now. You know, me want going for it. You know, but me, 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 I behave myself. All right. So give thanks. Yeah, man. Quincy, Amberly. Thanks for passing through JMC. We will be there this Saturday. That's when we'll be there. But pass through through the whole event, the 13th. It looks like a real fun planned days yeah. of activities. It is. Yeah. And and that's another thing we want to create fraternity within the music yeah. industry. You know, just we need more events because most of the networking now is backstage at a show and yeah. it's not really conducive True. to True. networking. This is all about networking, meeting people, letting them know what you do, mm -hmm. how you do it, you know, doing deals. We have a networking lounge where you'll have full access to. Um, we don't do VIP. We have the networking nice. lounge for our panelists, uh, sponsors, so you'll get to meet with all of these people and Ooh. yeah, take advantage. People you can know? either say how much them love we are hated. That is also <laughs> correct. That it. is also <laughs> correct. But you're GMC and DOS, so you know what I mean? Keep up the good work and consistency. Don't stop this because just when you think nothing is happening, one day, one interview can change the whole landscape. Mm. So just keep doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? The fact that you've kept this team for so long yeah. is a testament to what you're all about. So definitely, you know, just stay encouraged. Give thanks. And Thank this you. thing is a great initiative, uh, something that is needed, you know, something that's needed within True. the space. All right. See you later. <laughs> all right, people. So that was our conversation with Kwesi Bansu. Give thanks to him for passing through and again for inviting us. We were humbled when we saw the email. What did you think when you initially saw the email? Right? It was a mistake. Can you not be a vapid girl right now and, and take selfies? What do you mean? Uh, you're being very vapid right now. No, I'm not being vapid. Yes, I, you are. I, I'm, asking, I'm talking to you on your, in your phone. I thought that You're being was a like Gail King right now. You're being very disrespectful. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm mad at you. Sad. <laughs>
Women and their emotions. Mm. And men and their emotions. Sad. You hear about another murder suicide at Westmoreland? I heard about it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's a becoming an unsettling trend. It's horrible. It really is. But yeah, I didn't really think um it was true. But And I was like, no, nah, we shouldn't go. But <laughs> yeah, we ended up accepting. So let's see mm. how it goes. Let's see how it We'll give you a full report. Maybe yeah. drop a video or a few on our channel. Yeah. About it. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Maybe, but not present. No problem is that. But we're going to know what's going on next week on the podcast. All right. Um, get well soon, Javi. Yeah. But now, our boss, you'd sang. She never gave it to it before she cut. Because we'd have play it. You want to call her? No. You're being vapid again, all right? Let's, let's go. All right, people. So now it's boss, you'd time. Boss, you'd brought to you by Lion Pride. Now it's a sponsor. Big up to Lion Pride. Jamaica's number one rolling paper for the lion. In you. I wear a song. The song is Oh, Kim Nain Private Room. Well. Kim the song this artist named Kim Nain and his song is called Private Room. That was Kim name, and the song is Private Room. Yeah, Kim name. All right, so we better get used to hearing the the, the artist's name from Boss Youth, you know, because <laughs> Tilling Boss, right? 
till him blood clot bust. Because as long as him continue to put out this fire, we have a plate. Alright? So the artist name Diani and the song name Evan Telegram. Here it is. Sorry, Sam, run out of, run out of time. Sorry, Sam, run out of, run out of time. Sorry, Sam, run out of, run out of time. Run out of time, time, time. Run out of time. Bye, bye, fam. See you doing all right. I know it's been a long, long time But I'm grateful despite Reason with the big man with they are Tell him for keeping I'm sorry You know me have your head back, my lord And when I reach the afterlife Forget to tell you I'm a real friend I love till the end Forget to tell you I'm a brother See I help up my mother, my lord Never ever get the chance again to send a message. Uh, anytime you see her again, tell her this, my friend. There's so much words that I can't say, but my good and okay. Wish me did realize the signs, but my sorry, Sam, run out of time. There's so much words that I can say, but my good and okay. Wish me did realize the signs, but my sorry, Sam, run out of time. Pull up that blood club. Sorry, Sam, run out of, run out of time. Sorry, Sam, run out of, run out of time. Sorry, Sam, run out of, run out of time. Run out of time. Let's go, John! Let's go, John! What's going on? See you doing alright I know it's been a long, long time But I'm grateful despite Reason with a big man with they are Tell him for keeping I'm sorry You know me have your head back, my lord And when I reach the afterlife Forget to tell you I'm a real friend I tell love till the end Forget to tell you I'm a brother See I help up my mother, my lord Never ever get the chance again to send a message. Anytime you see her again, tell her this, my friend. There's so much words that I can't say, but my good and okay. Wish me did realize the signs, but my sorry, Sam, run out of time. There's so much words that I can say, but my good and okay. Wish me did realize the signs, but my sorry, Sam, run out of time. Run out of time. Mm, I don't know the G code. When I up on the talking too long. Uh, Love life, they how they live. And me just mad a program. Yeah. 5433. Picking the 4321. Mm. Make sure it's like the rear. And if I for the fun. There's so much words that I can say. But my good and okay. Wish me did realize the signs. But my sorry, Sam, run out of time. There's so much words that I can say. But my good and okay. Wish me did realize the signs. But my sorry, Sam, run out of time. As time goes on, we learn to accept the fact that 
life goes on, but that doesn't stop The journey to this life of sin Starts from within and carries on Even after death go on top One way in, one way out Life come fast and death not slow down Destiny and chance, we don't know the half I know not the path uh. Alright, so that again was Heaven Telegram by Diani, big up your damn self, keep on putting out that. The band start off the year like they're on a mission. Right? And then last year, farting into this year. Yeah, man. Big up yourself, Diani. And we upset the team over there at. What's that? Uh, CC Callen thing. Them have a name Is for them, it them? Downside, I think they have their own thing. But I don't sound, yeah. I hope the team over right, there give the full backing. And support because the talent is there. We support you. All right, people. So that was the Fixed Podcast, episode 78. All right, can you... Why do I feel like the I don't know. Probably that's what she did. All right, when you used to do track, do you used to finish strong? Yeah. You used to finish the, the race strong? I just want to say, you're my man crush Monday, and this is me fulfilling Fuck our Fuck off. Fuck off. It's, it's, it's fucking Tuesday by the time you're going to post. Fuck off. From when you're supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. Honor your bet. I just during did. the time when you should have night, not I when not prior your time, from bedtime. Is it fuck off? I right, just people. did. Fuck off. That was episode 78, people of the Fix Podcast. Again, be up to our sponsors, Sentimental Cannabis House, Lulu's Holistics, Shop Cup Barbers, Lothian's Boutique. People can follow me, E D O T N A R O, on Instagram and on Twitter. Where can the people follow you, Ari? You can follow me on Instagram at A R I H A M M O N D. And of course, follow Javiel at J A dot V I dot E L L E. We don't the promos for sick people. <laughs> Sad. Wick. You want the people to follow? Follow me on Instagram, Young King. I should have it, doesn't matter. Cue the price. You lame. Oh, you go, why? Oh, you go. So that's so why U U N dot King. Why U U N G dot King. Shouldn't be taking so long. <laughs> Alright, of course, people can follow Fix across all social media platforms. At the Fix J A. Instagram, Twitter, like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash the Fix J A. Twitter. You said it already? Yeah. YouTube, of course. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to our YouTube. Channel youtube.com slash the fix ja and of course if you want to support us financially you can do so at patreon.com slash the fix ja you can also throw some power paypal as well that day in every video description for every video the link is there you know what is also there for every video now the link to our merchandise all right the fix ja merch fix ja merch we also have a, a merch page as well Instagram, follow the merch page, the Fix JA merch on Instagram at the Fix JA merch. Go and hit up our store page, our storefront page, teespring.com slash the Fix JA merch. I can get the nice is a chop shirt, the classic is a chop is a chop shirt, and the brand new. If you're not say fix, no girl now wear your shirt as well. All the things are up there: shirts, mugs. And all these things. Probably put up Sanders Pandit to and all these things. Alright? So that's teespring.com slash the fix JA merch. And that does it to no people. Sikia Priya no Asensi. We're gone. Geek out.